Hello and welcome to Improvisations on Growth with Midu I. Siedler, passionate professional, business and life coach. You are about to listen to the second podcast of a four-part series that focuses on understanding the concept of being right. Every day we are faced with situations that leave us wanting to be right. Some of us let it go easily, some maybe not. But do we ever wonder why? Join us on this exciting journey and explore with us the deepest corners of the human ego. I was wondering then, how do we train ourselves to to tell our brains that it is okay to be wrong? That there's being wrong, it doesn't mean a threat to our own lives and our identities. And how do we do that? Well, I, I would even take it a step further that the, 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 the training as I see it needs to be beyond right and wrong. For, for me, it's the, the, the direction is to explore options and solutions and possibilities. So the key word for me is to explore and, and how can we explore how you interpret things, how I interpret things. How can we explore how you see the world and how I see the world so that we can learn about each other. And then in a business, so so, so that's a relationship context. And in a business context, I'd say it's about, okay, there is an issue and we need to solve this. And so let's collect all the different ideas about this issue. Um, Let's collect um, how we can go about, let's do a brainstorm and not talk about, okay, I know the solution and this is what we need to do. I'm very well aware that a lot of times there's, it feels like there is no time. So um, especially when, when, when um, change, when insecurity is really high and um, when there is time pressure, then people want someone who tells them that's the way, this is right, this is how we do it. So this is what we see partly in the business world. So there is um, also, there are like two two different trends. And one trend is back to centralization. So headquarter now is giving really tight rules and, and pulling all the responsibilities back to headquarter and trying to control because the world and business is so disrupted and uncontrollable really and so we, so we, so they try to be right and control it this way and the, the the other trend goes the other direction it's self-organizing it's like okay let's sit together um four eyes or six or seven or ten eyes just see more than two eyes and it's the recognition that we cannot know really anymore because things are changing so fast. And, and this creates fear because we feel psychologically threatened when I don't know if I can do my down payment for the house the next, the next day or the next month, um, that that can feel really existential to me. So, the, 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 the trick, as, as you ask for it, is to learn to feel these insecurities and be aware 
that that's it's a feeling you know and I don't have to identify with it and I need and I need to whenever whenever my 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 system wants to tighten up that I feel this and that I broaden my view again do, do I make sense yeah you do and um, maybe I'm going just a little bit off topic, but I do want to ask you this because you focused more on the um, professional, the business aspect, and you mentioned the tight rules and how things are changing so fast. And it, it made me wonder, when it comes to the business world, don't we, don't we see that being right is associated with the results that a business wants to see. And is that necessarily a good thing? So for example, just to, to make it a little clearer at what I'm referring to, for example, you have a sales team and consistently one experienced salesperson brings high profits month after month, month after month. So eventually, don't you think like the team and maybe the superiors feel like, okay, this person must be doing something right. And we do say that if he consistently, she or she gets those results and those profits. And is that, again, is that necessarily a good thing? Because I, I can see so many disruptions coming from that within a team, within a business environment, and psychologically, and morally, and so on. So what are your thoughts on this? The, the problem that appears is that we think that if A works for this one person, that A also has to work for all the other team members. So if, if, some, if one strategy works for one team, for one person, for one company, um, we think that it has to be right for everybody else. And, and so this is one, one thought and one really concrete leadership problem. So a lot of the times leaders and managers think that, oh, this is working for me, so it has to work for my team. So um, for example, just the other day I had... Um, a meeting with the team lead and their supervisor and we defined the coaching goals together. I'm coaching the, the, the team lead, uh, they are new in, in their role and as a leader and so and and the supervisor was like okay one, one of the goals that I want to see is that you're um, that you do more research before you make a decision. And and uh, and the team leader is really fast in decision making, and so what I did is I pointed out that there are different strategies to decisions. So some people need and want and um, do a lot of research, and and they, they need a lot more facts before they feel comfortable of making a decision. Other people they feel like, okay, I have a good feeling about this, 
Um, I have a lot of experience and it's like my, I just follow my intuition and I go with my decision. And we need to recognize that both approaches um, do have their qualities. And I cannot assume you are faster in your decision making that this is superficial, that you haven't thought about all the things that when I think about those things, it will take me like two days, but you're making your decision like in, 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 in a minute or so. And, and, and this is where it gets really, um, really tricky in leadership because I assume, okay, this works for me. I'm just making good decisions when I sit down and go through all the facts. But since you do not do this, your decisions must be bad. So I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, so, so the next step is um, to realize that I am a different person than you are, that I have learned different strategies for dealing, in, for making decisions, uh, dealing with situations that you have learned. So it's neither right or wrong, but we, we need to find an additional level where we can actually exchange how you do things and how I do things and how we can use the advantage of both strategies. But this is where my concern, so to speak, comes in because, and it ties in with the, the, the previous uh, question. These, in, especially in the business world and in an office, and I guess it depends on the industry, the results of these decisions can be measured. They are measurable. So in a way, it is easy to decide what is right and what is wrong. Again, I'm going back to that, to those results, which in a lot of companies translates into profits, into, into new leads, into reaching targets, and so on. So technically, we can, they, they can say, hey, the person who takes the decision in uh, two minutes is consistently wrong because the results are not the same with the person that takes the time and maybe asks other team members and so this is where I'm trying to get at I think my my core question here is are these results is it good to be driven to to make this evaluation of being right in the business world are are the results the the things that we need to focus on that's what i'm trying to say that should we let these drive our businesses our teams because that's what's happening i think i'm getting into another thing which actually like <laughs> it kind of meandered but is this ultimately constructive for us and you yes i mean i know it sounds a little like a paradox of course you have a business you want to make profits of course you want to, to do sales, you want to make money, but uh, is it ultimately good to just be so focused on these results? I totally agree. This is how business works right now. And this is how we measure success. So we measure success in terms of money. We, we, we measure performance in terms of money. Unfortunately, we don't measure performance in terms of self-development, in terms of good communication, of meaningful uh, exchange, of people growing, of creativity, in terms of innovation. 
happens. No, uh, ultimately, no. if you can be the best person in the world, if you don't bring the money, the revenue, exactly. it's like you're not bringing what you need to to the table. So although you may be the smartest person alive, you're still not right, technically. You are not right in what you're doing. Yeah, because we, we have tied being right to 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 to, to money. To, to delivering. Yeah, to deliver the PNG at, at the end of, of the quarter uh, and then of the next quarter and the next quarter and the next quarter. And and so um, so I know this is the reality. And, and from my answer, you, you might be able to um, to detect that I'm not really fond of it. And, and yet this is also the business I'm in. So people come and say, okay, support me, coach me, because I need to deliver this sort of result and this sort of money. Um, and then what, what I try to do is I try to help people find their own path of doing things. So I really, I really just don't believe in there's one fits all solutions. There's a one fits all solution. Um, and what works for one person doesn't mean that the same strategy works for the other person. So this is basically my almost my mantra for working with teams and working with with leaders and uh, and, and people and just people. Where I say, okay, find the way that that is good for you. So where you can deliver the results, but also where it it energizes you. It, where where you can be at your best, where where you can glow, be in your flow, and just enjoy what you're doing, and uh, and, and and where you are able to learn more about yourself and explore yourself, because really there there is so much within us that is beyond money. This concludes the second part of the podcast series that focuses on the meaning of being right. We hope you have gained more insight into this deceivingly light topic and maybe now you can start seeing being right or being wrong in a whole new light. Feel free to share your own comments and ideas on Medu's social media or directly by emailing her at medu at einsiedler.at. The third podcast is only a click away, so don't miss additional discussions and another exciting journey on being right.